Kitty? You good? <laughs> I can see her now, like, waves nightly on the, uh, on the thing. It's like so small. <laughs> what are you mad about? <sighs> kitty, kitty, kitty. I feel like by the end of this episode, I'm gonna come up with a cat scratch. <laughs> Let's hope not. I almost thought I was gonna get one from Elsa because she's been acting crazy <laughs> the last few days. Oh no, she has rabies. <laughs> it's not rabies, it's just crazy. It's rabies. <laughs> it's definitely not rabies. It's always rabies. Welcome back to Voicing Valiant, a podcast by the community for the community. This is episode 37, and I'm Bookworm. And I'm Shadowcon. Uh, so, uh, whoopsies, we've kind of dropped out of existence for no while. Whoopsie. Uh, it wasn't entirely our fault. Uh, we, <laughs> we had quite a few uh, life events, let's say, occur that... Uh, Kind of messed up our schedules pretty dramatically. And so between you getting your room we re repainted and that ended up lasting way too long. Yep. Uh, anime Expo, recovering for Anime Expo, your new job. Yep. Uh, yeah, and all this madness, I actually started a new job finally. <laughs> hey, you don't have that commute anymore, so nope. that's good. <laughs> I love not having a gigantic commute anymore. <laughs> Four hours reduced to one. Oh my god! <laughs> it's so much better. I don't. I have. I have all this free time. Oh my god! What do I do with it? Book. Sleep. Uh, pretty much. That's what I've been using it for. <laughs> hey, you. You deserve to catch up on your sleep after how long that you had to do a two-hour commute in the morning and two hours in the night. Four hour or four years. Oh my god! I'm, I've lost track of time. I think years are now hours. <laughs> Well, yeah, hey, that means uh, you're more well-rested, and it's not, and what happened yesterday won't happen again. Uh, I definitely did not fall asleep before we were supposed to record. Do we feel I fell asleep too? We both fell asleep <laughs> before we were supposed to record? <laughs> Khan wakes up at like 9.30, he's like, oh shit, and I wake up at like 11, like, oh shit. <laughs> but next time, we're going to get adequate sleep beforehand so we can be back on track. Yes, exactly. I mean, we're only human people. Let's just hope you don't start another job. <laughs> I don't plan on starting another job anytime soon. And that we don't have, like, some other convention to go to. Uh, wait, when is, when's TwitchCon? TwitchCon is the same weekend as the Grand Finals, September 28th and 29th. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's going to suck for me because I mean, I'm going to TwitchCon. Ooh. Long Beach ooh. Comic Con's coming up, too. I'm not going to Long Beach Comic Con. I'm going to do I've been thinking of doing that one that one's fun mm, yeah well, i it's, usually it's go good to for one NA day comic. <laughs> the thing is like it's a bit far for me to go for like a one day thing and stuff i usually go to NA comic con because i can take like, the train basically directly there yeah la comic con's good too though yeah <sighs> recovering from conventions i mean is, is the kit kat rivalry weekend gonna count as a convention 
I mean, kind of, I guess. It's <laughs> kinda, in the same sorta. area. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the same general area. Yeah, we, we actually were right next to the Novo when we were at Anime Expo because we got lunch in that area. Yeah, it was some good... I never paid back anxiety. Oh, uh... Make sure, make, make sure you. I do. This. I'm doing that. After, okay, I'm doing that afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "There's something I'm forgetting to do." He forgets a lot of things easily. See, this is what's been like happening. We just been like all kinds of busy. Yeah, and well, Anime Expo was just crazy busy. And oh then, yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, and so with me that uh, earthquake, job, just been. Oh yeah, the earthquake was great. Actually, I I enjoyed it. Uh, you weren't on the 51st story of a hotel? That's because I am a smart man. I have big brain, 200 IQ move by being at home. (laughs) (sighs) I was like, the worst part was like, even after it was over, the building's still kind of swaying. So we just have to like stay put. And we we have to wait for the all clear to be allowed to leave. Because you can't exactly walk down 50 flights of stairs. So we have to like wait until the cl- it's all clear so we can finally take the animator down. Yeah. <laughs> I was playing Overwatch <laughs> when the earthquake struck. <laughs> and then I kept playing Overwatch even as that I was realized a- it was an earthquake. That was a crazy weekend. It was. Oh well, yeah, we finally recovered. You settled into your new job. We didn't fall asleep this time. Um... The earth isn't shaking, so we don't have to worry about that. Knock on wood. No, kitty, that's nothing. <laughs> I kind of work up with that. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> she finally got settled. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we're going to try to stay back on track. This has just not been all season. Like between there being Sunday games now, and we used to record on Sunday, and having to move them to Monday, and sometimes having to move them to Tuesdays. Uh, at least now, your commute isn't as bad, so we don't have to worry about, like, your commute hitting sudden, like, really bad traffic, and you're not getting home until 9 or something, and having to move the times. Eh. Yeah. So, uh, we're going to be better about this, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> we, so, we swore we're getting better. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so this, it's been way too long for us to be able to cover everything that's happened. Uh, but I guess the important thing is the stage finals have passed. Uh, Valiant made the, it in, managed to get past Spark. This is the first time beating the Spark. Yep, and the boys beat the Spark 3-2. And also happened to hand the Spark their first loss ever in a map 5 this season. And that was super stressful to watch. Cause I was there in the arena watching this, like, front row. <laughs> I was, yeah. Yeah, and 3 for 3, Spark and Valiant go map 5. All three games they've played so far this season. They just want to see each other more. Like, that, that's the wife. Yeah, exactly. We're married to them, so we need to spend as much time with them as we possibly can. But yeah, uh, unfortunately, Valiant lost after that in the semis against Shock, not a Shocker. It actually turns out that Valiant and Shock were scrim partners because they didn't expect to see each other so soon. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, that was a fun tidbit that Coach Promise gave us uh, before the game, like right before the game started. Uh, so, and it definitely kind of showed 
I mean, it was a pretty, pretty bad game from the Valiant's point of view. Yeah, just another full O. But yeah. at the very least, uh, the Dragons won. They yes. managed to beat the Shark. Yeah, I was actually in the arena watching that game, uh, seeing the Dragons go up 3-0, and then looked like they were going to get reverse swept, but then in Game 7, they turned on the Jets and came back to win. I didn't have, yeah. sad, I didn't have sad Fetty this time. No sad <laughs> Fetty this time. Because I didn't have to be sad about anything. <laughs> but I did take a video of all the confetti this time because, like I said, I wasn't sad or distracted. <laughs> It was funny. I saw that some of my friends were making like snow angels in the confetti. So I guess confetti angels. Oh yeah, I saw people doing that. Yeah, I kind of wish I had gone, but like I was still recovering from was it Friday? That yeah, it was Friday that Valiant played, and I had to stay over at my boyfriend's place because uh, I was not catching the train after that game. It ended way too late in the night. I was not catching a train home. <laughs> Yeah, and I wanted would... to go the next day too, but there was no way I would have been able to go and watch Vanian play because, uh, yeah, those games ran late. Yeah, <sighs> they ran so late. <laughs> Damn, it was, just, it was it was something else. Like I I I guess they decided to make the game so late because there were two Chinese teams in the running, and they wanted China to be able to watch it too. That's, that's my guess. That that would be my guess as well, yeah. But yeah, that was the stage playing offs. Uh, I guess we can talk about this past week that passed. Past week that passed. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we got to find. We finally got to see. Oh, excuse me. The two 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 roll lock occur in Overwatch League. And it was super fun to watch because we got to see Genji again, which means agility's can play Genji! Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we even saw, like, Tracer come back out again, and Widow, and Hanzo, and, like, and McCree. Actually, there was so much every, DPS. yeah, there was so much DPS and just so much playtime that every Overwatch League hero that's available to play currently uh, was played during week one of stage four. It was amazing. I got to go on Saturday and Sunday. And just watching all of that was so much fun. So much fun. Uh, I, I did not that. go to the arena, but I watched it on Twitch. And yes, it was fun as hell to see DPS back again. Now, we already spent a lot of time uh, talking about other stuff because we have so much to cram into it. So I guess we're just going to go on a very general overview of what's happened just to give people an idea of how 222 has been affecting these teams. So, like, uh, Thursday, day one... You had Aldons versus Eternal. Eternal winning it three to one. So you get to see like, hmm, hmm. At least what's we going saw, on here? Yeah, we saw soon again. He's back on stage yeah. because DPS is back out there again. DPS, DPS. <laughs> and we also saw Gnadius versus Excelsior, and Gnadius won three yeah. to one. <laughs> that was a so, real shocker. <laughs> you can really see how this. 222 knock has been affecting some of these teams. Like, next up was Guangzhou Charge against the Philadelphia Fusion, and it was a fun game to watch. Went 3 to 2, so all, all five maps. And again, you got to see a nod of different DPS played because they have Nero, who's extremely flexible on DPS. 
Like, I was expecting them to at one point put Harper in as a DPS, but they're just having him do the uh, off-tank rules, and he looks really good on that. Yeah. Uh, Nero definitely showed his flexibility because, yeah, he played a lot of a lot of different heroes in that matchup. Like, if you want to see a lot of DPS, just watch the two charge games that have passed by. Like, that yes. was great. And Charge also picked up Bishu and Fraggy, who have been benched, like... Forever. Since forever? <laughs> so people were really excited to see them. Unfortunately, they did not play this map. Map? Match? Match. Yeah, this match. I but you got to see them later, which is what I was really excited about. Oh, yeah. Uh, then it was Dragons versus Titans. We had a, we got to see that rematch. And you can see with this new knock-in, like, things are very, very different because Titans took it 3-1. to one. Yep, they reversed the score that the Dragons dropped on them in the Stage 3 playoffs. Uh, but overall, it was still a pretty closely fought matchup between the two. And you see, you see these little changes happening. Uh, Friday, it's the semi-surprise surprise. I guess Washington Justice got a win. But it was against Toronto Defiant. So, like... Yeah. Oh, that, that one was pretty pretty closely fought as well. It wasn't that one-sided. It was pretty close. Um, Washington... What was... Oh, it was Busan map one. Busan was exciting because it, it took all three maps for them. Yeah, but it, one of the things like these are two bad teams going up against each other. Yeah, but so I mean, it's... no matter my philosophy with these kind of things is you always are guaranteed a great game if it is two good teams going up against each other or two bad teams going up against each other. Oh yeah, because they're like evenly matched, so you yeah. actually see a fight out of them instead of getting steamrolled. Exactly. <laughs> and speaking and of then... steamrolls. <laughs> <laughs> Fuel's bad, man. <laughs> Very bad. Fuel versus Spitfire. Losing it, 1-3. Yeah, I'm, to, to be honest, I'm quite surprised Fuel even managed to get the one map win. Maybe Spitfire got cocky? Question <sighs> mark? Yeah, I don't know. That or they just... Well, was sandbagged? it the map... <laughs> Actually, Wait, yeah, which uh, map was... I think it was they dropped the first map, which was Control. Which isn't... Uh, yeah, they lost Ilios to Dallas. And Control has never particularly yeah. been London's strong suit, but... I'm trying to think of which game it was that they were talking about how London has really bad scores on these two maps or something. It's Control and something else they genuinely have bad scores on. Uh... Because uh, Toronto Defiant also took a map off of them. Was it also I think control? it's. I think it was just straight escort that. I think they showed that, that stat. Yeah, so not not the yeah, hybrid uh, map, but it's, uh, an escort map. I think they. Yeah, because uh, Defiant, well. Defiant also took the uh, the control map. So none of the is just really bad at control. It's not. It's so it's one of the things like does this show that there's knife in the fuel, or does this just show that none is just that bad at that map? Mm. Uh, well, the way the rest of that matchup between De Fuel and Spitfire went, I'm going to say it's just showing how bad London is at control maps. Yeah. Uh, and then we had Dynasty versus Shock. Shock took it 3-1, to one, and we didn't see Sinatra and Super in at all, did we? Right? Uh, No, Super played... I th oh, Super did. Sinatra didn't, right? I remember at one point, both of them were missing for a match. Yeah, I'm really looking at it. Yeah, Super played Havana. 
I remember they didn't start super. That's why I remember. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember not seeing him in the walkout. No, Sinatra did play. Sinatra played map three, which was Hollywood. Okay, so it was, it was three. Okay. Because I just remember thinking like the that they were always the starters. And now with this 2-2-2 two two knock, they are actually not starting them. And they are not even in for the majority of the maps. Cause I thought I thought Sinatra didn't play at all, but I must have like not realized that he had been subbed in on Hollywood. Yeah, he he only played Hollywood, and then Super only played on Havana. Uh, but Dynasty took the first map, which was Control, and then Shock kind of steamrolled after that. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was nice seeing some other like players in because we got to see Striker again. Yeah, <gasps> and Architect. We haven't seen Architect in so long, or it feels like it's just been a long time since we've seen him. It has been a while since we've seen Architect. We also see Smurf on main tank, which is something we haven't seen in a while. And then we had the Hunters versus Fusion. Hunters taking a 3 to 2. Exciting as always because the Hunters are just plain fun to watch. <laughs> and it's interesting seeing them adapt to a 2 to 2 because they're known to run like triple and quad DPS in certain comps. So. Like, seeing them only limited to 2 DPS is, like, really interesting to see that change. Yeah, and even with that change, they still managed to beat the Fusion. Uh, took them five maps, but they managed to get that win off of them. They did it. That's all that matters. Yep, Friday was very friendly to the home teams. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, all the home teams won. And four, and mostly the same score. 1-3, yep. 1-3, 1-3, 2-3. Yep. <laughs> it's always funny when there's, like... Just online of having the same score. Yeah, it's always fun seeing those. <laughs> and then Saturday, the first game we're going to skip because that was the Valiant game. The second day was Boston Uprising but against Guangzhou Charge. This is the other one that I was talking about. If you guys want to watch a lot of DPS, you can watch. Oh my god, there was so much DPS. <gasps> and it was also just a slaughterhouse. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Needless like, to say. Boston just looks awful. Boston lost 4 nothing. Uh but the most exciting part of that game was going into map 4. They freed Fraggy finally. Fraggy was freed <laughs> and Bishu. Okay. The best part about this was sitting in the arena, you can actually see when the sub is happening, you see them pick up the the stuff and leave. And suddenly you see five players just stand up and leave with the with a mouse and keyboard, and we're like, what's going on? And at first, like, some people were like, wait, dude, is the match over? And then you're like, no, wait, there's another map to go. I just see Nero is sitting there, and like, yeah. What's going on? What's yes. going on? And you, just, you start <laughs> seeing them come out one by one. You see Oni Wish come out, you see Rise come out, Aineen come out. No, Aineen was the first one to come out, sorry. And I was like, oh, oh, Aineen, the Sabine and Aineen. Oni Wish, Rise, <gasps> Bijou, <gasps> Fraggy. Like, they completely subbed out everybody and just, like, basically have a B team, only Nero plays on both of them. Yeah. <laughs> so you got to, and, like, they still crushed the Boston Uprising. Like, we just finally see Fraggy and Bishu play again, and they absolutely crush it. So good yeah. to watch. I'm, I'm so happy they got to play. I'm so happy, okay. too. We, they finally freed Fraggy. That's what... I cared most about, and then I liked seeing Bishu again, because <laughs> Bishu's always a fun player to to watch and cheer on, even if he did play for the Gladiators. 
He's just a wholesome person. Exactly. That's why. Just like, you know, with like with Mickey, you know, players that might not necessarily play on your team, but you've got to cheer for them because they're just such yeah. good guys. Let's see. Wholesome players would be like Mickey, Bishu, Gamsu. Like, would Kareev count as wholesome or is he more chaotic wholesome? I think he's more chaotic wholesome. Yeah, he's chaotic wholesome because you see how he acts with other people, and he's like super, super wholesome with them. But at the same time, he's chaotic. Yeah, but that was also the first four O of the week, which kind honestly kind of surprised me that we had to wait to day three to get a four O. But I mean, everybody's getting used to this new meta, so you're bound to see things flip flop for a bit. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and speaking of flip flopping. <laughs> oh, the next game. Okay, so I'm a little mad at myself because I was super tired that day. And I decided to go home early after the, the charge game. All I did was watch like the first point of the first map of the Outlaws against Gladiators. And I, but I was like, you know what? I'm way too tired. Like, I have to go home and sleep because I'm coming back the next day. And my neighbors have been playing music until like 2 a.m. some days. I'm like so happy they're not playing music right now, but they were playing it earlier in the day. And I was like, no. <laughs> so I'm in the car going home when suddenly I see that like they took the first map. I was like, what do you mean Outdoors took the first map? When I was leaving, the Gnadators were winning. <laughs> What's going on? What happened in those like few minutes that it took me to get to the car and hit the highway? And... I pass out like on my way home uh, after I'm dropped off at my dad's work, so he can drive me home after he got out of work. And I come back and it's like, oh, the outlaws won! What? What happened? Yeah, yeah outlaws. Like, I can't believe I missed this. I can't believe I missed this. I'm so mad. I kind of wish I had stayed to to watch it. Yeah. So Houston dropped their first game in the week to Paris. Gladiators beat New York. Nobody was expecting Houston to beat the Gladiators. I was like, I was 100% thinking that the Outlaws were going to lose this. I was like, oh, it sucks. They're going to lose on their team day. They have so many fans in the arena. It was a sold-out game. Like, my friends were all decked out in the Outlaws stuff. Uh, they had their, like, out... One of my friends, uh, like, I think it was from Staples, bought, like, printed out giant heads of all the players. And was and had them there like as signs, and everybody was taking pictures of them in front of their faces. I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like they had so much going on. And I was like, "No, they're gonna news. I'm so sad. They're all here cheering them on." I wake up. They won. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was super super surprising. Uh, I'm glad they won on their team day though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Houston was pretty dominant pretty much the entire map. Or matches, what I should say. Houston just honestly just looks so much better when they actually get to play DPS anyway. <laughs> yeah, and like, I, I don't know what happened against Paris Eternal. Like, I guess maybe Eternal is just a really good team now? Uh, yeah, Eternal definitely looked better with the 2-2-2. Because, like I said, like we said, soon got to play again. So, we, you, and we all know, because of last year, we all know how good of a DPS player soon is. Yep. So, getting to see him back on his role definitely really helped Paris out. Okay, so Paris is better than Houston, who's better than Gennadiotis, who's better than 
Excelsior. So eternal is better than Excelsior. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's already started. Yes, it's already the, started. The circle has already started. <laughs> and then last game of the day was Atlanta Rain versus Hongyo Spark. And uh, surprise, surprise, Rain beats Spark. Yeah, they won three to one. They were up two nothing at halftime. Uh, fun fact: during halftime, Baby Bay dabbed on stage, and it was on camera. And they Baby dropped Baby Bay. Why? Yeah, and they dropped the next map. See, this is what happens when you dab. I say this as I dab. Yep. Uh, so statistically speaking, the dab is zero and one <laughs> in Overwatch League because. <sighs> Baby Bay did not play map four. Uh, that map four was... Ooh, it was just nasty. They had to remove Baby Bay's chaotic energy to win? Uh, yeah, but besides that, that game was just... Uh, ooh, that map... That, that Route 66 was just ugly. <laughs> Atlanta won that one pretty dang easily. It's, it's one of those things that's like... Spark was very good. Last stage, going all the way to playoffs. And Rain was kind of like on and off again good. And here they are, beating them. Pretty convincingly. Yeah. Except for that dab. Yeah, except for the dab, yes. <laughs> so you you really get to see like all the changes that 222 is happening to every team. I'm excited to see what happens next week. I'm supposed to go Thursday, but... uh. It's really hard for me to go during the week, so I'm probably just going to give that ticket away to one of my friends. Uh, but I do want to go Thursday. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, but I, I think... Uh, I don't know. Because Spark didn't run two tanks, technically, during one point. They did not have Rhea playing off-tank. Instead, they had, like, Sansun playing off tank and i was just like what i guess they were trying something different because you don't have to abide by a player's like role specified when you like pick them up or like you a dps player can be switched to tank in between maps you can't do it in within the map just like between maps themselves right so like hydration's been playing tank yeah. So, so I don't was, know. It was definitely weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hydration pile drived off the map, so. That is true. He did. <laughs> yep. That was yeah. the Saturday games. They were. They were. Quite a bit of excitement for all kinds of different reasons. That day ran late too. <laughs> you know, the first game lasted so long, on uh, Saturday because it went to map five. <laughs> That when Charge was playing, people kept joking around saying that Charge is demoning the uprising to make up for lost time. Yeah, <laughs> that I remember that joke was going around. Yeah, I always love when that happens when it goes to like five maps and the next one is in zero and four. Yeah, but yeah, the, Just... that Charge Boston game went so quickly. Like they they pretty much almost got back on schedule because of how quick that one went. Yep. Anyway, uh, Sunday game. I was there for that one. And that was exciting to watch because the first game was Dragons vs. Dynasty, which was the map of the week. Map of the, match of the week. I keep saying map. 
uh, match of the week: dragons versus tigers. You know that. You know that saying, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and like how like we have between a rock and a hard place, and they have like between a tiger and a dragon. Like a, was it a dragon in the front door and a tiger in the back door, something like that? Something like that, yeah. It's really interesting how like the sayings different in each culture. Anyway. That was super fun to watch. It went three to one, and the last map they subbed in Gagari. Yes, we gotta we, see. We finally got we gotta to see, see Gagari again. <laughs> oh yeah, her hog was pretty good. Yeah, there's some points where you could see her and being a no shake on it, but I think that she was getting a lot of really good hooks. Most of the hooks she missed were either because the Orisa had fortified or the Genji was deflecting. And it was it was super fun to watch. At the end of the game, she threw up some hearts for us. You know that no thing where you do use your like index finger and your thumb to make the heart shape. Yes, she was she... doing that for us. I was like, oh, and I was doing the front row too. Ah, she did that for you. <laughs> and like, it was great to see her be able to walk across the stage and give the handshake. Yep, because that's the first time she's got to experience doing that. Because she's yeah. literally been on the bench, the, pretty much the entire season. Yeah, I think she had a few games out, but she never played the NAS game, so she never got to walk across the stage. That is correct. <laughs> I was really expecting this to be a full O, but they had Honeywood in the map pool, and I think Dragons have never won Honeywood. Nope. It was it was so bad to watch. We're like, please, please get on the play. Please get a tick. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it was. Okay, who messed up the script? I don't know. People were talking about that a lot over the weekend about the, the script being messed up. Yeah, we were kind of joking around about that. Like, I love the joke that everything's scripted. I, I love that. Didn't Zoe even say something about, like, we messed up the script? Yeah, oh, that's so, what the script Zoe, says? Zoe made a made a joke about that, yeah. But yeah, and, like, I guess the script was pretty interesting because Spitfire went up against Defiant, and Defiant managed to take a map off of them, like we had mentioned before. It is Control, though, so they suck at that one. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, oh yeah, Vancouver Titans went against the Florida Mayhems. Funny enough, Florida Mayhem ended up starting off really strong, getting the point first and everything. So I tweeted out, like, in before Florida takes this. And we're all like, oh my god, are they going to beat them? And then Titans comes in and stomps them. So I just quote, it's like, oops. Yeah. (laughs) Like, everybody who tweeted out, like, oh my god, are they going to win this? Oops. We were rooting for you. (laughs) <laughs> semi yeah i'm i'm in one of those conflicted places where i wanted the 20th team to beat the first team but at the same time i only want Vanyan to be the ones that have beaten the titans in the regular season so i'm like in between that like do i do i want this to be a really cool story where the 20th beats the first the worst against the best or do i just <laughs> want Vanyan to be the, the the only one who's beaten them hmm yeah, it it definitely would have been interesting if they did, but they didn't. So, <laughs> and they got who for a hold of all things. They didn't even take a map. Nope, they pretty much got utterly destroyed for all intents and purposes. I feel bad for Saya player. He played out of his mind that entire match. I don't know what is up with the mayhem. Like. Mayhem, nope. what are you doing? <laughs> Seriously, just causing mayhem, apparently. Really living up to that name. Yep. 
Next game of the day was Uprising against Hunters. I was rooting for Uprising there. And I was like, come on, you can do it. You can do it. And then the Hunters took it. Yep, 3-2. That was 3-2 of the day. <laughs> yep. Um, it was one of those things I was like, it was kind of getting close. Like, it went, like, every other map was being won. Like, first it was Hunters, then Uprising, Hunters, then Uprising. Then the last one... End up having to go hunters because you know that's the, that was the pattern it was in. That was the pattern it was in. Yep, and that's the script. So. <laughs> yep, had to follow the script. Yep, uh, but uprising looked better? Question mark. That game. I guess they looked a little better. I feel like they were just a bit more coordinated. I was on the front, and let me tell you, fusions is so loud. He's so loud. Oh yeah. I could he- hear like all of his comms. Yeah, he is the heart soul of that team. I think that's pretty much a given. So that does not surprise me whatsoever. Like, we're just like joking around, like, oh, we can hear them. And like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, we'll, we'll go with that plan. We'll go with that plan. Yeah, yeah, that's good fusion. We got this. We got this. <laughs> just the entire time. We're not really, really hoping they'd win. Didn't work out. Nope. That map five, they did not look good on. Because after, like, such a stomp the day before, like, it was such a Nate game, too. So, like, because of, like, how Nate the Vanya game went, that they just, like, they they couldn't really practice that day. So, they would have to practice the next day in the morning before the match here, since it was going to be so Nate in the day. Yeah. And I guess at least, I guess they would try to coordinate better that day. Still damn funny workout. But yeah, that was uh, week one. It was uh, damn interesting seeing 2-2-2. Two, two, two. Like, just seeing all of these teams flip-flopping. Teams are a good nast meta. Oh, this is only good this meta. And you're like, what's going on, guys? Uh, hello. Wakey-wakey. <laughs> yeah. Uh... We will, I guess, move on to the Vanyard game this week. Which, ah, my mic. Oh no, not this again. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. I'm good. Let me just uh reposition a bit. There we go. I swear, uh I've been talking about getting a desk in my room for so long and still I'm still haven't cleaned it for it. I really <laughs> should get on that. Probably should, yes. But okay, so Vanity versus Paris Eternal. This is a fun game to watch. It was a little nerve-wracking. I kind of wanted to pull out my hair a few times. <laughs> As did I. So, yeah. Vanyan takes the first two maps. Uh, I'd say pretty convincingly. Uh, yeah, the, the first map was definitely uh, a battle. Uh, that was on Liege Tower. Valiant won 2-0, but... The first map was ninety nine ninety nine, and then the second map was not as close, but still fairly close. I think Valiant won like a hundred to like eighty five, eighty six. Yeah, it wasn't as competitive as the first one, but you can really tell that when Valiant won, they van- they like they did it convincingly. Uh, it was promised that he they, it was they lost well not lost they uh that map was more competitive than he thought it would be. But the next one also was pretty good. Valiant won that two to one. It was uh, Anubis. Anubis, infamously, our probably our infamously worst two CP map. 
And Valiant wins that. And Valiant wins it. And it was a close one, too. And it's one of those things that's like, damn. But I said, like, they showed off, like, really well. Like, they made some jokes because Genities had, like, a pretty na- bad blade. He just, like, he only got, like, what, one kill? Yeah, he, like, but... ulted, but then he had to hide because, uh, who was playing D.Va that map? I can't remember. Uh, Finzi? Finzi, yeah. Let's... Finzi was playing, yes. and Finzi ulted on the point. So, Agility's ulted using his blade, and then he had to hide in that back room on point B to avoid Finzi's self-destruct, and by the time he came out, his blade was pretty much expended, <laughs> time-wise. But, like, despite all that, he still got, like, a bunch of because It was nice seeing him on Genji again. And they, they had, like, a lot of good plays out there. We, throughout the game, we got to see KSF Agilities and Trax all play. Yeah. So that was, that was nice to see. Yeah, we really rotated the DPS players, which was good. And then uh, after halftime, we go on to Blizzard World, which Valiant unfortunately loses. Uh, it's one of those ones where they could have tied it, but unfortunately... Soon popped off. Yeah, it was one of the, uh, what had happened. That, that's basically what happened at halftime was Soon was playing pretty well the first two games. No doubt about that. And then just came out with a fire that second half. Yeah, like what they were at the choke and they were using May to warn off. But Paris Eternal had a Baptiste that they had used as immortality field when they had warned somebody off. And when Banyan went to kill that person, they used that to be able to counterattack and managed to kill Fact Friction on the Orisa, which left them vulnerable to continue dying, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Had, it, had that uh, immortality field not been available at that moment, had he sent it out a little earlier or a little later, things would have gone differently, but they had timed it very well to make sure that I forgot who it was that they had walled off, didn't die. And if it hadn't been for that, like, uh, uh, they probably they probably would have held. It, it was uh, it was Finzi, because Finzi was... it was Finzi was the, the one walled off? Yeah, because he was... I remember okay. it was the Roadhog, so that would be your off tanks. That was Finzi that got separated completely from the rest of his team, and Valiant could not kill him. And then Valiant got wiped right after it was, it was that immortality field night. You you gotta you gotta hand it to them for being so good at uh, what's the word uh, managing the cooldowns. Yeah, pretty much. That's pretty much what it came down to. Yeah. And then they moved on to Route sixty six, which is kind of sad. Like, Valiant was struggling the whole time. Yeah. Like it went into time bank, and Valiant couldn't even complete the first point. Well, Eternal had completed two extra points. So they won 5-3. Yeah. That, that, that's when I was starting to pull my hair. Yeah. Round three looked good from the Valiant's point of view to start because they came out with uh, the Ryan Zarya and they immediately pressured Eternal out of spawn coming out of the diner. And they looked good to start. They were really holding Eternal. Then it it finally fell apart, but by that time, Eternal was pretty much in the overtime, and they just kept pushing it. Like, it was just bad. And then the Valiant went on their push and didn't even get that fourth point, and it just looked bad. <laughs> Needless to say. I was, I was like, 
Please win, please win, please win. Yeah. <laughs> they move on to another control map for map five, Busan. Valiant finally wins. Two to one. Yeah. So I'm done pulling my hair again. Like, come on, guys. You can do this. You can do this. <laughs> and it looked bad because the first map, Paris won uh, fairly convincingly. Um, so it definitely looked like the reverse sweep was on. But I don't know what happened between map one and two. But Valiant turned it around, won the next two to win the map 3-2. Or the match, rather, 3-2. I'm winning that they won that. Like, I was like, oh boy, oh boy. Yeah, but that <laughs> that game took so long, like we said earlier. It threw off the entire day because that was the first game of the day on Saturday. Got enough of those map fives. Yep, but uh, we got to see our boy soon for the first time this season playing against the Valiant because divisions only play each team from the opposite division once. So this was our first one and only game against Paris, at least in the regular season. Um, but, yeah, we finally got to see soon play against us, and it it, it definitely hurt. <laughs> it was funny because um, uh, my friend Luna, he's the one who was in the Banyan video uh, with the soon picture. Oh, Do yeah. You remember the, that one? Yeah, the Instagram story. Uh, yeah, he was, he's like, since he has that framed picture of soon. Our friend Annex was like, hey, I'll bring the veil. You bring your picture and some fake candles. So we just like made a little funeral for soon. You and while they were setting. Yes, yes, a funeral. <laughs> you guys and your puns. <laughs> puns are the best. So uh, we're just there. Like we, The second we see soon setting up, we run over and set, set up like to have this like candle knit vigil for him. We're like, soon! He looks up and we just have him though. He's like, <sighs> we we made a show it to uh, the desk. It's been like, guys, look what we brought, and they were just dying over it. And they ha- they played it on the uh, the screen when they were panning over the audience. Yeah, <laughs> I did it was see the that. best. Good use of time though. <laughs> Can't believe this. Like when uh, Pat came out to take pictures of Valiant setting up. For for social media, I was like, "Hey, Pat!" He turns out I show him the the picture of us like all together, with the uh the with the with the veil and the candles. He was just dying over it. <laughs> well, at least he got a picture of it to put on. Yeah, social I media. also I also called out to Madison who was up there filming, and like he just like pointed the camera at the picture for a little bit. So hopefully that makes it into a video at one point. That'd be great. Oh, yeah, you know that video's dropping tomorrow. You know that, right? <laughs> it ends up in, like, custom news network or something. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. If they, like, if he comments on how this the picture ended up on the big screen or something. Would be interesting, but we'll find out tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. You know what always happens? These videos always get released after we finish recording. Mm-hmm. It's like they planned it or something <sighs> on purpose. Well, I guess this is a good segue to talk about the videos. We obviously cannot talk about every video that's come out since uh, the last time we recorded. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Uh, oopsie, didn't mean to click on that button. I meant to click to be able to see the titles of all these videos. Oh, <laughs> <coughs> my nose. Eh, why is it itchy? 
Okay, so we had like what four custom news networks? Maybe five? Five? Uh, no, we had four. Four. Uh, we didn't talk about the Kit Kat hot dogs. We did so not. We had, so we've had four custom news. Two, two gamer snacks. Gamer snacks. One inside LA Valiant. And a death match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the so, uh, yeah, let's just talk about the latest four. Uh, should we talk? Uh, well, should we go from latest or oldest? Yeah, we should start with the oldest. Oldest, okay. Kind of wanted to talk about Game of Snacks, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we got another insight on Avanian. GG, go next. This one was covering the stage playoffs. <sighs> oh, that was a rough video. Like, something I, like I've mentioned before, I love these videos because you can really hear like what the coaches are saying. Bluetooth speaker coach. Yeah, Packing 10, the Bluetooth, the Overwatch League's only Bluetooth speaker coach. I mean, he has to be with his family. His, his, uh, his wife's pregnant again. That is true, yes. <laughs> they're, they're having a baby. Petition to give this baby the middle name Creep. I mean, I would say permission granted, but I don't think anybody listens to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, it's like, it's a rough because, like, they try so hard. And they won that first map, not map, first match. Why do I keep saying map? You know what, you take over. I keep messing up my words. Good guy. <laughs> Jaguar, Kitty, come over here. You're, you're in charge of the podcast now. Uh, I mean, I, I would hope she, she knows what she's doing. I mean, she's always, like, guest starring. That is true. She's just all nicking her paw. Actually, speaking of guest stars. Oh, God. Is your dog there? Is Banner there? I, I don't know, actually. Did you lose your dog? Something tells me she is in here, though. How I do just you don't lose your dog? She's very small, okay? <laughs> she fits into little cracks and corners, and like if I have like a pile of laundry somewhere, she will bury herself inside of it. But uh, 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 anyway, back to, back to this. Enough with our pets guest starring. Yeah. <laughs> Oh god, she's thinking at tail now. What are you doing, girl? Okay, back on track. So, GG, go next. You know, it's always tough seeing, like, uh, not like, what's the word? Uh, stern talking to, I guess? Oh, it was definitely stern talking to that they got. It's like, you don't want to see these players upset, but it's, you. It's good to see them because that's how you start to feel sympathy for them. You start to see them as actual people. Like, th that's why these kinds of videos are so good because you get to see them as people progressing through the season. And, like, you can see the reaction to things, them growing, and get to see the actual emotions and so not just someone you see Panay on stage. So, and like, when, when they lose, you can see the reaction from it. When they win, you can see it. Yeah, you can see how the coaches deal with them, try to help them be better, and just help them along. Yeah, for, <coughs> excuse me, uh, for sure. Uh, but make, to make a quick segue back to the game against Paris, uh, going into map five, there was a shot of Custa from his player cam. 
and my goodness did Custa look angry in that like that shot when they went to his player cam. Like he looked angry, he looked focused, and honestly, I think that's the first time I've ever seen Custa like look like that. Normally he's pretty mellow, you know, or pretty happy looking, but I've never I don't think I've ever seen him that focused and that angry looking before. That's what, one of the best things about being there in the arena in person is you can actually see the faces on the cams. Yeah, all like, the time. Rather than when you're watching it online and just kind of having to wait till they give you that player cam look. Because sometimes you see them like really happy. You see, oh, the best thing is when uh, is one of them does something stupid and you just start napping their heads off. Oh, yeah. I always like seeing that, too. Like, uh... Somebody Daco who got headshotted while invis as Sombra and just started napping. I wanna say it was Daco. Uh, I know it's somebody. I don't remember who that was. It does sound like a familiar event, but I just can't recall it. And stuff like that. Like I'm pretty sure had I been in the audience when Shuffle recorded off the map, he would have been napping or oh, when hydration like pile drived off. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I'm sure they like both have it. That's all really good. And then other times you see them so frustrated. And like, uh, uh, Fact Fiction has this habit of just like running his hand through his hair. So like his hair is always super messy up on stage. Oh, yeah. I think that's his, that's just the great look, though. Yeah, that's just his hair. Yeah, basically. Uh, but the Surefour recalling off the stage uh, did make it to the over-the-top moments. You know, I kind of wish... One of those moments would happen with Valiant, just so we can see the reaction in an Inside Anna Valiant video. Yeah, that would be and good like, to see, yeah. Like, I don't want them to news because of their mistake, but just, like, something funny happened to them, so they at least address it within the video. Yeah, I would actually like to see something like that, too. But, yeah, this is another, another really good video. I hope they put more of these out. It's, like, it's not as frequent as it was last year. Let's see. Yeah. It's, uh... and, and they still can't get the title correct. They still have to title it on the thumbnail Inside NA Valiant, while on the YouTube one, it's like Inside Valiant. And the last one was Inside NA Valiant. This past one was Inside Valiant. Like, come on, guys. Yeah, be consistent. Make up your mind. Yeah, exactly. Make up, the, make up your mind. Huh, but uh, I guess I have... Uh, you got anything else to say about this newest video? Uh, no, because pretty much anything else would be... We already talked about with the the playoffs, so. Yeah, we talked a lot about the playoffs. Yeah. So I guess the next one would be uh, Custa News Network. Custa is in a horrible thumbnail where he has Sigma's body. I don't know. Why? I, I, I think that uh, book. I mean, you may not like it, but that is what peak male performance looks like. Get out. <laughs> it, it does look weird. I want to say it's because no, okay. they, didn't, they didn't Photoshop his head. They made it. I don't know if they made his. Opinion. I feel. I don't know if they made his head too big or they it, just his, like head, nepped, his head is too they, big in my opinion. I feel like they might have nefted it that big to cover Sigma's head instead of actually like deleting Sigma's head. And uh, then, like maybe uh, yeah. And then Dave like shared the photo they took of Custa to turn it into the thumbnail, and it's such a cursed image. You mean blessed image. Get out. <laughs> well, yeah, now the video was Custa talking about uh, Sigma, which is the new main tank that is in the PTR, along with some of the changes in PTR 
the two 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 narc lock yeah words uh some nerfs and buffs coming to different heroes there's a, a big rework when it comes to brig which is really nice yes it's very nice so there's a lot of that and my cat is scratching so much it's shaking the bed kitty come on stop but that was pretty much it for cnn yeah they talked a bit about the kick out rivalry weekend um about the voting in the uh universities that will be able to play at the kick out rivalry weekend it recently closed um i actually never look up i know they posted who were the top eight teams that were going to go to the kick out rivalry weekend but i forgot to say that <laughs> whoopsie <laughs> No, I do not mean to go back. Okay, uh, that's the worst thing about my laptop is if like when I'm trying to scroll upwards, I sometimes scroll to the side, and I accidentally like move. Okay, found it. Okay, so uh, this is wait, which which school is it? Okay, so you got UCI, UCR, UCSD, U C C S U L B. CSUF, <laughs> UC Helene, Pepperdine, and OCC. The, the, all of these are acronyms, and then you just get Pepperdine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, so these will be the schools competing within the Kika Rivalry Weekend. And I'm so happy that they're doing this little Canadian bash, clash. Rash or whatever. Yeah. Uh, they call it the road to Kirkad Rivalry Weekend. It's similar to what they did with the uh, Caddy Cup where they had a Canadian Clash. So he just talked about it a bit. He showed some of the votes that were in at the time. I think Cal State Fullerton CSF. Yeah, <laughs> that's the acronym it stood for. Oh, isn't the lead the last th that they showed here? Yeah. Yeah, some of these were like with 500 votes and others with like 112. Yeah, it was uh, pretty wild. <laughs> and you also got extra votes if you donated to St. Jude's. That too, yes. So that was nice to see. Like they just turned it into another, another what's it called? Uh, blah, 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 blah. Another fundraiser for St. Jude's. They also talked a bit about Costa Bathwater and how he's going to sell it. No. Please don't <laughs> no. sell it. <laughs> yes, please don't. I, I don't... Please don't not sell your bath water. Agreed. <laughs> Just please don't. And I think that's, like, the big things that happened. Did he ever hate to see it, this episode? Uh, he did. I just don't remember what it was off the top of my head. Let's see, those neat pics. Let's see if I can find it. I don't remember the hate to see it. Okay, I'm getting near the end. Um, I must have skipped it at one point. Come on. Nope, that goes straight into the world to kick out rivalry weekend. Is this one it? No, that's fan comments. What the heck? <laughs> Did they not have it? Okay. Was that hate to see it? I don't think that was. What the heck? Hmm. Yeah. I'm like trying to go niddle by niddle do the like no preview thing and I don't see the thing pop up and say hate to see it. Yeah, I don't see one. Huh. <sighs> okay, so maybe I mean, he didn't after I thought he did. Hmm. Must have been the last episode. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> we are behind. Yeah, a little bit. Anyway, uh, <laughs> after that video, we had another workshop deathmatch. 
This time was a dodge cars game, which Kareev was like beast at, and a gun game, which Meko somehow joined in. Yeah, Meko joined in like <laughs> randomly during it. It was actually pretty I think, funny. I think they forgot to lock the room. And since he has one of them added, at least, like, at least one of them added, you can hit join game. So he just joined the game, probably thinking he was in, like, a custom game to practice, not realizing that they're doing something for, like, custom news network. Uh, you mean deathmatch, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Why uh, did I say? Because we were just but it, it was talking about custom news. They were accusing Kareev of, of cheating of the cheating. entire time in, in both game modes. <laughs> to, be, to be fair, Kareev, like, popped off. Big time in both. He won both games. So. He did, yes. But uh, I remember, uh, who was it? McGravy claimed Shaxx was cheating during the, the Dodge car one because Shaxx just kept using Sleep Dart on McGravy. So McGravy kept <laughs> yeah. dying and having to start over. <laughs> but to be fair, Shaxx kept dying in the process. So yes. So it evened out. There there was no... Oh, hello, Bella. <laughs> Speaking oh, yeah. I can, <laughs> oh, I can hear God. her feet scratching. Oh, I knew she was... I See, I... I knew it. I sensed she wasn't here, and here she is now. <laughs> We're just trying to have a nice return. We do not need these uh, these special guests at the moment. <sighs> nope. But uh, but yeah, uh, it was a it's a really fun game to watch. Uh, I I just like seeing the death matches. Yeah, they're pretty, they're pretty funny. Like the first game is like basically Frogger, Essentially, but yeah. with Vanian. Not Valiant players. Like, I was gonna say Valiant heroes, but no, no, with the Valiant playing the heroes. Whatever. Bella's distracted me. Yep. Be gone, dog. Be gone. <laughs> Hang on, I just heard her. Just give me a second. Ugh. I survived. <laughs> He's back. Okay, we can stop shit talking him now. Okay, now that you have survived taking out the dog. Uh, yeah, it was super fun to see them. It's basically Frogger, uh, for, was it first to 20 or first to 30? Uh, no, first to 20, right? Yeah, because, uh, Gun Game was first to 30. Yeah, Gun Game was first to 30. Yeah, the, the, the car dodge one was first to 20. Yeah, like, every time they got a hero to the end of the tunnel, they'd respawn at the front of it and a new hero. And just, like, Kareem had so many strats. Like, they could tell he had been playing this long before they did it. Yeah, they, that's where they accused him of cheating, saying he's clearly been playing the game a lot. So that way he would be better at it than the rest of them. There was, like, really funny moments. Uh, I think, was it McGravy who, like, clipped out of the map? Uh, no, I think oh, it was Shax. I think it was Shax that clipped out of the, the map remember, at one point. It was somebody on Farah. That's all I know. Yeah, I think I think it was Shax. Uh, it was just, like... It kind of shows that the geometry in that portion of the map is not meant to be actually stood in. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but yeah, they uh, they did the game. Uh, Kareev won. He cheated. Jax kept sneaked <laughs> off. <laughs> like, oh, hail Mary sleep. And they're like, sorry, Kyle. I didn't mean to hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> they kept sleeping Kyle and stuff, Kareev. I know they both started with a K, but come on. Yeah. <laughs> And then the gun game, Kareev is just owning them, and Mako comes in halfway. They're like, no, no, he's here to feed Kareev. Yeah, basically, that's that's exactly what they, they accused him of. It was just like, it was so funny, because it's like out of nowhere. You see, you see Mako come in, like, Mako just joins games. Like, what? What's he doing here? <laughs> I just want to have fun and feed Kareev. 
Yeah, he's like, he's like, oh, hey, custom game. I joined too. What? Okay, there's only four other people here. Yeah. Nice play anyway. <laughs> Either way, Kareem won. McGravy, I think, was the last place both of times. Because yep. he says he lost. Oh, I'm excited to see the next death match. I wonder what, what custom game they're going to find this time. Something good. <laughs> and then the last video we'll go over is Game of Snacks. They made ramen this time. Yeah, speaking of feeding Kariv. <laughs> well, I gotta go for some um, ramen. I had ramen this weekend because it's my friend's birthday. But I could go like, for some ramen too. I could always go for ramen. You know, and when I saw this, I'm like, they're gonna make that fake fancy ramen where you add an egg in, aren't they? And they did! And they did exactly that, yeah. <laughs> You just take the packet, um, you get the ramen that's you can that's supposedly cooked on the stove top, not the cup ramen, but it's like made by the same brand that makes cup ramen. And you just make it like that uh, and add an egg in. I like to add uh, hard-boiled eggs because my mom doesn't know how to make soft-boiled eggs. <laughs> so we always have hard-boiled eggs. Like, sometimes you just cook up like five hard-boiled eggs and have them sitting in the fridge. We're like, hey, whenever you're hungry, you can have them. And I'll make myself the, the ramen. And just plop one of the eggs in there. But they decided to do a fried egg instead. Yeah. And let's not forget, Kriv accused Agilities of being both best chef and worst chef. Well, I mean, he kind of broke the yolk. I know. But it was still hilarious. Like, who breaks the yolk? Agilities. Just hide my uh, cooking attempts. <laughs> I, there's a reason I pretty much only make scrambled eggs. Same. <laughs> Uh, they made the egg, they put it in the ramen. They decided to put the packet of seasoning before they put the noodles in. Yeah, that was is, weird. Because <laughs> the packet says you're supposed to put the noodles in first, let them cook for like 30 minutes, and then add the seasoning in. But I guess they wanted to cook the noodles in the seasoning. Which makes me wonder how it, that would taste. Like, what's the real difference? Like, why do you put the seasoning in last? Because I know that also changes the temperature of the water because it adds salt in there. And water has will boil at a higher temperature or something like that. Oh no, no te- I don't know. Salt changes the temperature at which things uh, boil and freeze. Uh, it, so raises, ma- it raises the boiling and raises lowers, boiling point and no, lowers okay. freezing point. Okay, I couldn't remember what when it was. So I'm guessing that's why they want you to cook the noodles first, so you're not cooking them in water too hot. Basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. That's my only reasoning as to why you would add the seasoning in after you cook the noodles. Uh, but yeah, uh, they added some seaweed in that Kareev kept munching on, some sesame seeds, and a little bit of cheese, which I find kind of weird. Yeah, I find that a little weird too. But apparently, but apparently it tasted good, so. Apparently it's Kareev's recipe too. Oh, I didn't know that part, or I didn't see that part. Yeah, Kareev said something about like my recipe. And when they were asking it, Kareev's like, yeah, add, add seasoning first. I'm like, okay. Well, if Kareev said it, Kareev said it. He is yeah. he is master chef. Mm-hmm. So those are the videos they have put out. Uh, those are the games they've had. Knowing Alnok, because uh, the news network will come out tomorrow. Yeah, and since the last episode we put out, there has been some other team news. Uh, do we have to talk about them? I'm sad. <sighs> Yeah, Cookie announced that he is retiring. Yeah, he ends up coming back as Runaway's coach, question mark? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's retiring from as a competitive player, but not from the competitive scene itself, I guess. 
Yeah, so he he retired as a player, but yeah, he's gonna go off and be a coach, basically. I'm glad. Like, he gets to go through a different career path, and that's something that happens a lot. He's already, he's pretty damn old, let's be honest. Hey. Uh, Okay, for, like, competitive (laughs) ages. Hey, what are you trying to say? I'm sorry, you'll never be a pro player and, like, read Jay Hong sexy. Dang it. Because, like, I think, I think what, the oldest players aren't more than, what, 27 is the oldest, I think? Uh, I think the oldest player in the league right now is 26, but I could be wrong. 26? Okay, but I know. You're, we're, it's, it's somewhere around there, yeah. Because, like, once you reach a certain age, your reaction rate is getting lower. Oh, yeah, because the Impact Fiction say he was 26 or something? Yeah, I think Fact. Fact fiction is 26. Because when he was on the desk, they put him down as 25. He's like, I'm 27. He's like, you're 27? We thought you were 25. Uh, no, he's 26. I just looked up, looked up his age. Okay, so it was something like that. So it's yeah. 26? Okay. Well, they put him, they wrongly put him down as 25. He's like, no, I'm 26. So yeah, at that age, it get, it, your reaction speed is lowered. And it's it's going to start degrading if it hasn't lowered already. Which is why you don't, you see most of the players being really, really young like 18 through 22 ish like once you read 25 like if you're not already in the scene you're probably not going to break into it anytime soon yeah you're basically considered way too old by that point yeah you have to be like really good to stay in it or somebody like really iconic like ryuji hong like the dad of overwatch league i guess yeah he's really the only outlier as far as players being old but still being playing at a very high level. Isn't Cool Matt also really old? Uh, I want to say, say it's Cool Matt that's in, that's like twenty five or something. I don't know. Let me look that up actually. Because I know those cool like. Matt. Oh yeah, Cool like... Matt's thirty. Wow. What the heck? Uh, okay, so that's the oldest one. Yeah, he turned thirty yesterday. Today is July thirtieth. His birthday oh. is July twenty ninth, nineteen eighty nine. Okay, yeah. So he is definitely the oldest player in the Overwatch League. Oh damn! Yeah, I was like, I knew he was like the oldest player. He was like in his. Tw- I thought he was like twenty seven at the oldest. I didn't realize he was thirty. I'm surprised he's still playing. Honestly. Same. <laughs> yeah, because like once you reach a certain age, you just you reaction like I said, reaction speed gets lower. It's like. If you if you're not constantly training, you're just not, not gonna make it in. So it's good to see him be able to leave when he did, and start coaching. Cause that, that's what a lot of players do when they can no longer play is they start coaching instead. Yeah, basically. <clears throat> and then we also had uh, Isayaki traded to the Dragons. Yeah, and he did play in that first game for the Dragons uh, this past week. I think that was the only map he played. I think so, too. Because I know he didn't play in the game against Seoul at all. Uh, one second. My cat wants to get out now. <laughs> okay. See, we're just like, we're trying to make a nice comeback, and then these pets get in the way. Yeah. Oh, Katie, what are you doing? Do not step on that. Uh-oh, the cat is now destroying books equipment. I'm sorry, guys. I think that is going to be the absolute end to this podcast. As you can hear, the, there's lots of destruction in the background. 
rip books mic. We now have to buy her a new mic. This podcast cannot continue without such. Uh, so you guys are stuck with me. I hope you love that. Uh, I hope you love listening to my lovely voice. Because uh, now I am in charge. So I hope you enjoy the content I'm bringing. Who so, said first, you're in charge? What? Uh, nothing <laughs> happened whatsoever. <laughs> I can't leave you alone for two seconds. I mean, granted, you left me alone for like 10 seconds. So can't blame me, right? Mmm, <laughs> yawn thin eyes. <laughs> well, you guys heard it here first. I'm on thin ice. Okay, uh, well, where we, uh, Isayaki was traded to the dragons. Uh, what'd you say? He played the first map? Uh, I actually looked it up real quick. Yeah, he, he played the entire game against the Titans. Okay, he played the entire game against the Titans. Yeah. Yeah, because I didn't get to catch that one in full. I caught that one in full, but for some reason, I didn't think he played the entire match. Yeah, I could have sworn you subbed out, but no, he, he played all, all four maps against the Titans. Oh, but yeah, they still lost, and then he doesn't play again in the game against, uh, what's it called? Dynasty. Yeah. So it's like, eh, is he doing good on the team or not? Question mark. I mean, I would, I would hope he is, but yeah, I don't know. And, uh, Bunny, uh, made it onto, which team was it, Team CC? Yeah, Team, yeah, he's on Team CC now. Uh, uh, Chinese Contenders, right? Yes, Chinese Contenders. Uh, Shanghai Dragons Contenders team? Uh, yeah, and it is the Dragons, uh, Contenders team. So, we got two former Valiant players, technically, uh, in the Dragons franchise, essentially. I guess. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I'm, I'm glad that they've all ended up somewhere. Because it's just like one of those things that's like kind of sucks. Because like, Valiant seems to be leaning a bit more towards Western. So they would have had to have really good English to be able to communicate with them. And then with how the, uh, the league's getting into its last stage of this season. So not many teams are looking to pick up unless it's something really, really dire. And some of them are looking for like new talent who that will freshen up their team if they do need some new players. And then with how the meta was these last three stages, it's like someone like Bunny who's very DPS oriented with like Tracer, McCree, ish, just that pool of characters. It's it's hard for it's hard for them to find a place in this league uh, with this meta. Yeah, but now the meta's shifted back forcefully. <laughs> to have dps again so hopefully we'll see players like bunny again super soon hmm. i'm glad that they've changed it to two 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 at first i had like i had apprehend i was apprehensive about it but i really like how they're implementing it uh having each one have its own separate sr so i don't really have to worry too much about throwers as i would if like you had one sr for one of them yeah it's not, yeah. stuff like that. Like I'm really glad they do separate SR systems, and like despite people being like, "Oh, well, like, what if you want to stall on point? Like getting fast characters to stall, and like you know what? Each each category has those fast characters still. Like, like, okay, you're on DPS and you need something to get there quickly. You can go soldier. You can go Doomfist. Tracer, Sombra. <laughs> Tracer, Sombra. You have those options still. Like. 
a, a DPS doesn't have to go wrecking ball. And like uh, now the tank can go wrecking ball to get there faster, stuff yeah. like that. So like there's still those options. You still get a lot of creativity even with the two 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 knock. Like like you said, we've seen every single character played at one point. Yeah. So it's it's something it's something to look forward to, seeing how the stage plays out. Seeing how next season comes out, so maybe these players get picked up again, move to different teams, etc., etc. Uh, but yeah, I, I think the the two 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 lock was a very good move. Definitely makes things exciting again. <laughs> it does, and yeah, I'm sad to see them go, but I'm glad they've moved on to like be, being on teams where they will get to play or and cookies case uh, a team to coach since he is reaching the ending point of his player career yep uh, just... basically yeah but because honestly I... I don't see many people putting a cool mat i don't either <laughs> but i think cookie's got what it takes to be a good coach too so yeah he's a I very smart him. guy and he's bilingual so like yes he's very very well bilingual that's one of those things that will come in handy. So, like, he can properly communicate with his team. But if he ever has to communicate to, like, anybody else, like, outside, like, talking to other coaches or any- anything like that, like, he can communicate with pretty much most people in this industry. Like, he'll have some issue with people from Europe, but most of them also speak English. Yeah. <laughs> because it's just, like, it's just, it's, that's one of the first second languages you know, you learn in Europe. Being very well rounded like that, he can like talk to anybody in this industry. Pretty much, yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, I guess we can move on to happier news and talk about the World Cup. Yeah, uh, Valiant are going to have a very good a representation at the World Cup. We have six players in the World Cup: Space yeah. KSF, Fact Fiction on on Team USA, Kareev on Team South Korea, Shax on Team. Um, Denmark. Denmark. <laughs> I know my flags. <laughs> they didn't actually. Well, they just put their flags. They didn't put the name of the country. Hush. Well, I mean, look, Shax is from Denmark. Denmark is a great country. I mean, because it's I a mean, big plus. Yes, right. It's a big plus. I mean, you gotta love the flag, right? It's a big plus. <sighs> Same with Switzerland. One of Switzerland's best attributes is their flag is a plus. <laughs> 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 anyway I, I think I just I, broke book <laughs> okay that is the end of this episode catch you guys next week bye bye uh, I'm just I swear what I'm drinking is water hey water's delicious I don't know what you're saying but okay so agendas ends up on team Canada that's the last one and there's no joke you can make about this one I mean, it is a pretty big leaf. Got that maple syrup. Cause that's how you get maple syrup is from the maple tree. Which Bye. Is... <laughs> did you enjoy your time in AFK? I did, actually. Because I just got to laugh with myself. <laughs> yeah, but I have power to move you to other, other voice chats here. I know you do. But yeah, so wait. Does your does your permission to allow you to move me? No. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Uh, but yeah, so six out of the eight players on Valiant 
all representing their respective uh, countries in the World Cup. Uh, the only people who didn't make it in were McGravy. Yeah, for Team USA. So he did not make it. I don't know if he tried out or not. And Custa did he said not... He, no, he did, he did try out. He did try out? He okay. Said, yeah, he, he made a post about not getting in. And I think okay. Custa just didn't try out for yeah, Team C- Custa, Australia. Yeah, Custa I don't think tried out at all for Team Australia. That one I'm pretty sure about because I think he made a post uh, stating that he wasn't going to try out. Yeah, I, th- I think that's what happened, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that's that's what I think happened as well. I really wish McCravey could have made it in. The thing is, like, they went with three main tanks and one off tank in the final 12. And I'm like, um... Yeah, so Space is Mc- definitely on the roster, because he's the only off tank that is on the final 12 roster, so... I'm kind of just like, well, you see, McGravy exists, so why do you need three main tanks? I will put out a, like a twit longer explaining why he chose who he chose, but at the same time, it's, it didn't make sense to me still why he'd go with three main tanks. And so yeah, the two, I read, the two. I read it too, and quite honestly, no, the the three main tanks thing is is dumb. Like, I'm I, I'm I, gonna be I'm gonna be 100 real here. I think he went with three main tanks just so we ever have more popular players in. I think so too, quite honestly. Sometimes I'll see like more popular players getting the starting position and the less popular players getting only in the twelve man. Or they would be the ones to sub out when needed. Like if one of them drops or something, that's who they plug in. Yeah. Like and I'm just like the only I feel like the only reason they do that is because they're more popular players, so they're going to get more interactions from them. Like they're gonna get more fans. Fans are gonna click on tweets more, watch their videos more, like buy more of their merch, etc. Like I feel I feel like that's why they go with these players is because they know they're popular. Cause, like, why else would you go with three off tanks? No, three three main tanks, one off tank, and then. What was it? Two flex supports and one main support, but five DPS. Yeah. <laughs> like, why, why would you do that? Like, there's a reason you do two of each type. Two main tanks, two off tanks, two projectile DPS, two hitscan DPS, two uh, flex supports, and two main supports. So you have, like, an even split of who you can, like, switch out for. Like, say if Moth drops out, like, he hurts his wrists or something. Now you do not have another main support to choose from. You only have two next supports. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I guess Sneepy and Rockus, one of them could next onto the main support. Because, like, I get, like, Sneepy has a really good Ana, and Ana can sometimes be played as a main support. It depends on who you pair her up with, but she can also be of the, the off, the, the, not the, the next support because of her utility kit. She like those. It's it's still like, yeah. then like, what if space hurts his wrist? What if like he gets, did like kidnapped, sick, taken to like a different country and sold for ransom? I don't know. Make up your own anime ending to this as to why like he's not playing. And now you don't have an off tank. Like, I don't think... Who is it? Uh, who are the off tanks again? 
Was it? Uh, off tanks or main tanks? Main tanks. So I keep like uh, I'm saying them so Muma, many times. Muma Super and Fact Fiction. Yeah, like you could. I guess it's a beta near. You could maybe, depending on how the stage goes, I'm leaning towards dropping Super just because we haven't seen him as much. And we're like, okay, if they're not playing him as often as they did before, maybe he's not doing too good at 2 2 2 knock. Yeah, this doesn't make sense to me. Like, I guess for with damage, uh, you can put hydration onto Lucio. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, yeah. obviously, space, space and Moth are the shoe wins because space is the only off tank and Moth is the only main support. But, yeah, I kind of feel like this was popularity contest kind of thing like you said like, that's the thing with a lot of the world cup is that's very very popularity based which really sucks because people who we need to deserve to get in may not get it like all i've heard is people complaining about how team usa's social media presence has been like pretty trash lately that's all i've been hearing like mm. bias aside from it like, has been. <laughs> Everybody says, like, those, it's so bad. And recently, Reagan was brought in to help with the social media. So, and, like, it got so bad that the social media manager, community need, yeah, that's what they're, they're called, reached out to somebody else who was running for community need to help him out. Yeah. And, like, we want, like, Fresh Nuts getting it? Like, he doesn't do social media stuff. He runs a YouTube channel. He doesn't He doesn't know how to be a community need when you have somebody like Reagan who runs the Hunter's Western social media. Like, come on. She, she, she's one of the admins for the Discord server, so she'd know how to run the Discord. Yeah. And... It's just like stuff like that. Like, uh, people are like really question mark over Team USA's coach, too, because Arrow is the coach again. And people were like complaining about how, once again, Team USA didn't make it through quarterfinals. And like, they, they vote in the same coach again. Mm hmm. And that, that's how you get this team. Yeah. It's one of those things. Like, I'm hoping it's, like, fact fiction in space. Like, you want to have fact fiction in space and because they have practice being a tank duo. Yeah, so they have a little more synergy in there. Though, I would not mind seeing Super in space because I do think Super mechanically is just a tiny bit better than fact overall. But, but at the same time, we haven't seen him much in this new meta. Yes, that too. So, but... And then, like, you look at uh, Team Canada. Once again, they'll, they'll, they have the exact same lineup from last year for the Final Seven. And from everybody who's been telling me about how the uh, the the live-streamed trials went, Note was underperforming, yet he still man manages to get onto the Final Seven. Yes, I did see that as well. And, like, there's always stuff like that. Like, oh, why did this player make it in and solve this one? Like, there's a whole bunch of stuff about nepotism last year with Team France. And it happens with the World Cup every year. Pretty much. <laughs> I, just, I just hope it's better. Like, I, like something that's nice, like, Corey made it in. And he's been carrying the justice. 
He has. Eh. Very agree, but I kind of feel like Corey's in a weird middle ground where he got in both for popularity, but also because he's actually pretty pretty dang good. Like what I want to I want to see him on a good team. That's oh yeah, I, I would want. love to see him on a good team as well. Because I feel I feel like he'd be really good if he was on a good team. Like the whole thing that happened with Fnetta, how he was on a really bad team until he got onto Soul Dynasty. Yes. And like that's what I want to see. I want to see if switching him to a better team helps him perform better because he does perform pretty well well on Justice, and you have so much going on with Justice that drags him down. So, like, come on. And then we got to see hydration on Lucio. Yes. <laughs> also, one thing I want to comment on, you know how the, the background to the roster reveal graphic, I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be like a chain link fence. You see that, right? Like, like we just uh, see like a baseball fence. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, like a chain link fence. Yeah. You know, I look at it and I see quilted toilet paper. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess I can kind of see that too. It's something I can't get out of my head. Like, I know it's supposed to be a chain link fence. But I just see toilet paper. I was about to say, because the background's pretty white, so... Yeah, the white doesn't help it. Yeah, th- I think that's why... Yeah, I can kind of see that now, yeah. And, like, it almost looks like the toilet paper slightly bent because of the shadows they put over it. <laughs> like, you see that's it, right? Yeah. I'm not yeah, crazy. I, I, I see it, yeah. Like, I know what they were trying to go for, but it just it looks like toilet paper to me. It kind of does, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> but, yeah, uh, that's uh, the World Cup. We end up on a really long tangent about how, like... The World Cup is going to go. <laughs> yeah, it's like... I've, like, as, as per tradition, I'm pretty sure that Team USA is not going to make it past quarterfinals. Uh, I don't know how Team Canada is going to do. Because, you know, they're going with the same lineup they had last year. And I'm not sure if that's the best idea. I would really like to see them switch it up a bit. But, okay. Like... Fine, go with that. Uh, do, 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 hoping for the best with Team Denmark. It looks pretty stacked with tracks. It does, but South Korea is still definitely the the shoe in, basically. That uh, South Korea one. hasn't released the final seven yet, as I check. Uh, I don't think they have now, but just that twelve man roster already was just stacked. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they ended up with Tank, Mano, Chiobin, and Janu. Uh, DPS was Architect, Carpe, Decay, Hexel, and then they... Again, with the five DPS thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they only had three tanks. Mm-hmm. And they had four supports instead. They had Amino, Bedosin, IDK, and Kareev. Like, again, I would really like them to be more well-rounded and, like... Having two for each spot, but I think this isn't too bad. It's not. Ooh, two hours ago they tweeted final roster coming soon. Ooh, ooh. Where, so maybe. Where? Oh, I see. I see. Maybe that's gonna come tomorrow for us. <laughs> yeah, maybe, and before it comes out in like twenty minutes after we finish recording. Probably. <laughs> that's probably gonna happen. <sighs> but yeah, the World Cup. Uh, I'm. I'm sad because I don't have NISCON tickets, so I can't go see it in person. But at the same time, that's a lot of money. Yeah. I don't have that kind of money. I don't either. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's all the news that's come out. Pretty much. We definitely got on a very huge tangent. 
Yeah, I might cut that down a bit. Uh, but yeah, next week Valiant will be playing Thursday against Soul Dynasty. And on Saturday against The Fuel. So those are going to be some fun ones to watch. Uh, I'm saying in favor of the Valiant, both of them. What do you say? I would say definitely in favor of the Valiant. I'd probably say like 3 to 1 on both of them. Uh, yeah, I would say like the same too. Actually, wait, do they have the maps yet uh, available? Uh, they should. Against Dynasty, they have Busan, which I'm pretty sure they'll win. Hanamura, maybe? Question mark? Yeah, King's Row, we're usually pretty dominant on. Oh, yeah, Route 66. 66. Mm, I mean, maybe. this is a different team, so maybe they'll do better. Yeah, Dynasty, Dynasty wasn't looking too well against, was it, uh, the Dragons, so... Yeah. And then against Dallas, they're going to play Busan, Volskaya, so that's definitely within the Valiant's wheelhouse as far as 2CP goes. Uh, Hollywood and Route 66. Why are they giving them Route 66 again? Come on, guys. <laughs> I wish you would tell us what the tiebreaker map would be. It would be nice to know, yeah. Now, this is going to be some fun ones to watch. I still really want to go on Thursday, but I don't think I can go because I, it's very hard for me to go on weeknights and it's the last game of the day, which is even harder for me to make it to. Originally, I had that day... I bought that ticket because I, I was supposed I to go with my boyfriend, but... Uh, I think tiebreaker's going to be Nepal. Uh, damn, that's like running really late into the night. Yeah, I, th I, I, I think I think tiebreaker's going to be Nepal. That's the only map I'm not seeing so far for week two. Okay, so hopefully... Yeah, it's probably going to be Nepal. Yeah, because I see Li Zhang, I see Busan, I see Ilios. So that just leaves Nepal, right? Unless I I'm, guess? Unless I'm going Question crazy. Mark? I hope I'm not going crazy. I mean. <laughs> well, that's going to be a pretty interesting week. Excited to see it. Some other pretty interesting games are going to come up. We, hey, Rain's going up against Eternal, so two birds going up against each other. Uh, yeah, and we're getting bottom barrel again between Mayhem and Justice. <laughs> oh, wait, what, which day is that one? That's oh, Thursday. no, that's Thursday! <laughs> oh! <laughs> Uh, why did they have to go so late? Because it was like, even if I were to go, I don't think I would be able to stay for, for it because I'd have to catch an ash train, and I think it leaves before nine fifteen. Because I've known, I, I know I've had to leave like before watching the last game on Thursdays before. <sighs> uh, but we also get charge and spark on Friday. That should be pretty good. Oh yes. And I'm excited to see Hunters and and New York on Sunday. <laughs> I want to see. Yeah, we're going to finally gonna... see the chaotic nature of the hunters versus the very s stylized movement of the Excelsior. <laughs> so that's a pretty interesting week that's going to be coming up. I'm excited to watch it. I might try to go at least on Saturday. So you can see the gladiators and the shock. That's going to be fun <laughs> to watch. That, <laughs> that should be a fun game to watch too, yes. They're, they're, they're going to be right after the Dallas uh, Valiant game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I guess, uh, that's it for us, uh, unless we missed something? I don't think so, but we've, there's been so much since last time we recorded uh, yeah. that I wouldn't be surprised if we missed something, but I'm pretty sure we got all the most important things out of the way. And Vanyat is not playing on a Sunday, so we can record on a Sunday. Thank goodness. Whew! <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I guess that's it for us. If you want to keep up to date with the latest Voicing Vanit, you can find us at Voicing Vanit on Twitter. If you want to keep up to date with Anne Vanit, you can find them at Anne Vanit on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitch, Reddit, Discord, and Snapchat. That's it for us, guys. See you next week. See you next week, everybody. Uh, me and my friend were just joking around saying that if there's any day we could have a full full Overwatch where like it's just all four O's there that's hard to say try saying that four, four times fast <laughs> four four O's four four O's oh god <laughs> right yeah <laughs>